Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 47. We are nearing that 50 mark, and I just want to say happy birthday to Minecraft Off the Record. About four days ago, five days ago, we hit our one-year anniversary. So in honor of our one-year anniversary, we made a whole bunch of changes to our servers. We're shutting them all down and saying see you later and showing the show gone. It was going bye-bye. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye! Just kidding. Great seeing everyone. <laughs> I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts. Joining me, as always, is the man with the master plan, Mr. David Deanforce. Adams? Hey, everybody. And yes, I finally updated my Skype picture so it no longer has pigtails. <gasps> the world has ended. I know. When I, when I met Dave in person at PAX East, it was just like, it was soul-crushing seeing no <laughs> pigtails. Was, I needed my hair down for Boston because it was that cold that my ears would have froze off. <laughs> yeah, you were you were being tortured. Dave arrived in like five shirts. I did. I was multi layered. I had like a uh, a small uh, air uh, heater tucked under my shirt. You had those like those those pocket warmers, you know, stuck in there. Yeah, pocket. I actually used uh, lit charcoal for that in my pockets. Yeah, he bought that special underwear that has actual pockets in it, so he sticks stuff in coal down there to warm his bum. Mm-hmm. And I mean, war bums. You can't warm buns. You can't go wrong. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us, as always, is Dan the Man Boontini Wilson. I am vaguely disturbed by that previous statement, but all right, let's get the show on the road. We are joined by our newest member, who's still in his uh, hazing phase, Mr. Aaron Mac Curry. Hey guys. And Joe, I know what you mean. When I saw Dave at PAX East, I was kind of soul crushed too. If you look in all your photos you took, you'll see the same person in the background. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Awkward. Photo. Oh, that girl, a photo bomber. Yeah. Kaboom. All right. Tonight's show is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the makers of the best earbuds on the planet. You guys can't go wrong. If you want something to cancel out that annoying siblings or parents or, you know, significant others or even your kids while you're playing minecraft go to tweakedaudio.com enter the code off the record at checkout and get 30 percent off your order that's taking a 30 dollar pair of awesome amazing headphones down to like 20 bucks and it's free worldwide shipping you can't go wrong amazing customer support lifetime warranty that's tweakedaudio.com we're also brought to you by guild launch guildlaunch.com the makers of the best guild hosting site on the planet you guys can't go wrong free to sign up amazing packages they're very easy to use me and dave can attest to that we had our new guild launch site up in a matter of a few days and looking fantastic if i, if I may say so myself dave i did, would say it's looking rustic 
Yeah, well, yeah, Rustic. Dave did the vast majority of the looks, guys, so if you don't like it, you can blame him. If you love it, it was all my idea. Wow. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys always have to me. It's my turn to turn the tables. All right. Uh, so, speaking of that, me and Dave did get our guild webpage up from guildlaunch.com. We're continuing that ad in a more interesting way. <laughs> so, if you guys go to uh, minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com, check out our site. And we have a whole bunch of features in there for you guys, including able to. We have QGN TV up right there. You click on that tab, you can watch the live show right from there. Our counter is down to the minute when we start our show. Well, and well, I mostly start late, but you know how that works. We also added. Let me see here. I added. Um, we have a whole list of trophy of uh, forums. Go there. I added a complete boss trophy list with all 64 bosses and their trophies. The only one we don't show you is missives. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what that one is, unless it really is a bunch of question marks, and then you just don't get the joke. I added the story to the servers. I sat down and wrote the entire story for you guys, up to date, and what is going on in the server, so you get a good understanding of what that is. That's in the forums. Let me see what else. We added awards. Dave, we added yes. awards. And the, what are awards? They are things that you can earn by doing certain things in the game, like killing missive get, or gathering all the trophies. And what they do is they give you point totals on our website. And these point totals may be able to be used for real-life goodies that we may or may not send you if you reach a certain point total. Just saying. They also give you, like, a special, um, I believe they give you, like, a title you can use, like uh, Trophy Hunter or, what is it, uh, Slayer of the Underworld or something like that. And you get a picture you can use as bragging rights on the, on the website as well. So... Those are pretty fun. You can find that in the player tab under awards. We'll be adding more as time goes on, as we think of them. Uh, okay, that's it for our website, guys. Um, that's it for the show. I'm just kidding. I have so much to talk about. You guys ready for this? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so much to talk about. Um, the server went through a complete massive overhaul this week. Uh, but first of all, I wanted to mention that we did add a role mechanic. So it's uh, 4 slash roll, and it acts like a D20, a dice 20. So it rolls a random number between 1 and 20 with anyone within range of you. So if you're in a group with somebody and you guys just want to roll for loot, you hit 4 slash roll, and there you go. Simple enough. Um, one thing we do have on the servers is no stealing from other players. That's one of the major rules we have. Um, especially if there's an admin on, and they and any admin can see any role on anything. We, we we're aware of what's happening. We can see the roles. We can see who won it. If there's a dispute and there's an admin on, and someone's intentionally, you know, going back on a role, that's what you agreed to that, with those people. We're gonna consider that stealing. Yeah, yeah. What Dave said. <laughs> I added uh, missive events in the game where missive will randomly attack particular villages. Right now, he's said to mostly attack blocklessness. Um, I believe both Aaron and Dan experienced these uh, these these attacks at some point. Yeah, they are scary as heck. You guys do not want to be around blocklessness when this happens. I repeat, do not. I say be there because it's awesome to have almost everyone in the server. Fighting against a common enemy at once. It's pretty cool. Exactly. Tactic. But yeah, it's cool. You will die a lot. 
Oh, definitely. He likes to use his ultras. And I saw him... Hmm? Oh, I was going to say, it's not just set to blocklessness? No, it can happen in different villages. What about guild plots? (laughs) No. uh -uh. Aw, damn. Darn. I know what you were thinking, Aaron. I know. And it's never going to happen. All right. What happens is Missive will basically come up in chat saying he's attacking a certain village... Uh, there'll be a whole bunch of really overpowered enemies that happen there. Once you kill them all, Casper will come in and basically give you a nice little reward for everybody who participated in the event. So it's worthwhile. It's fun. It's hectic. It's crazy. It has more of the story because Missive is out there and he's he's making his mark. All right, guys. We have um, the economy of the server got overhauled. Uh, we noticed that players were making a lot more emons, which is a currency on the server, than they should have. So we knock down the currency gain. So, in other words, it takes, you get a lot less for turning in basic mob items like string, bone, zombie flesh, things of that nature. You get a lot less for it. Also, we decrease the value of an emon. So, it takes three gold nuggets to get one emon now. And for one gold ignit, you get three emons instead of nine. However, we did knock down the prices of certain things that are crucial for you to buy, like Enchanted Golden Apples. They were taken down by a third of their price. Two-thirds of their price. They were 150 emons. They're now down to 50 to make it easier Ooh. for people to get and use. That's awesome. So there's a lot of that stuff in there. Um, the armory was nuked. I, I, I set Dave loose on um, destroying a building in the, in the server, and he chose the armory. <laughs> Actually, I asked him to build destroy the armory because I'll get in that to a reason. I'll get in that reason here in a minute. Uh, chests have increased cooldowns from a few hours now to a few days. People were exploiting those and using them to gain a lot of moolah. So that's um. So now you have to wait. You the average times between three and five days for a chest. There are hundreds of chests in a server, so I'm sure you can find plenty to to dig into. Let me see here. <clears throat> All right, guys. Here is where things get interesting. Friday night, I talked to Dave and a few people in Mumble. I believe Aaron and Dan were there as well. Thinking about how we needed to, to, there was something missing from the game. And I knew it was on the player side. When you're looking at a game, you have three different primary elements. And one of those is called the player side, which is their own development, their character development. What, they, what drives them to want to play more. So what we came up with, well, actually Dave had the idea to turn durability off. And that spawned a whole mess of stuff. A ton of stuff. Sorry, y'all. It took me 14 hours yesterday to implement everything. If you try to get on the server and and it was said whitelisted, it's because we were having close testing for all the implemented stuff. Only a few people were allowed to get on the server just to test a couple of things as we were changing it because I needed people to do exactly as I asked them when I asked them to do it to test certain elements because there was a ton to test. Oh my gosh, there's a ton to test. Finally got everything up and running the way I wanted it and we launched the server late last night. And um, yeah, problems occurred after that, but I've been bug fixing all day today and things are getting a little better. Um, One of the big things that we did is we turned off boss regen. Or we turned on boss regen. Before, bosses would hold their health 
and they would uh, they wouldn't ever go down to hit points unless you killed them. What we did is we added a respawn timer or not respawn but a regen timer on them. So what that means is after a few minutes of no player within their range, they will begin to regen their health. It's not instant. As soon as you die, they do not regain their health. They will hold their health for a period of time. So you have a limited time to get back to that boss and take it on. There are a few dozen reasons why this occurred. The biggest reason is we noticed that players were doing what's called the um, death kill. They were death killing bosses. What I mean by that is they would go in there, take a few hit points, die, respawn, run back, take a few more hit points, die. They were zerging them, and it was doing, they were ignoring all mechanics, they were ignoring everything that we built into the server, such as, for instance, like, we built in almost every arena that a boss is in has an easy way of defeating the boss, or easier ways, easier ways to avoid them and to play the mechanics correctly. I've seen players go through factory without dying because they played the mechanics. It can be done. The bosses were not made any harder. They just have a health region now. You have to play smarter. They can. Most bosses can be sold. And another thing it did is that we noticed that people were trying to go in solo gatekeeper and bosses like that in Reaper's area where that is meant to be a party or a group event. So it's not was never meant to be soloable or soloed. Um, so it's a good idea to have a group with you because you can do a few things like have one person stay there or try to stay alive until you run back in time and then keep the fight going so there's ways of doing that you can avoid most bosses um there are some bosses that may need tweaking we're still working into that but as most part almost every boss is beatable with this system but you have to play smart now i know it's a hard thing to consider guys but you have to play smart and there's other reasons why we did this, and that's because there are new skill systems. <gasps> skill yeah. systems? What is this? How on earth could I resist? I just please anyway. explain. <coughs> Talking too much here. All right, skill systems. I've been added to the game. What this is is it's not a class system. Classes are, don't exist. You're still yourself. However. Now everything you do will level an element of the game. And what I mean by leveling, there are many different categories. There's uh, three different categories. We have gathering skills, combat skills, and other skills. I'm, I'm doing the quotations here. Can't see it, but I am. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about each one of these. And the first thing is the gathering skills. Gathering skills are like your basic stuff you do in Minecraft. Most of these are only usable in like plots where you're able to dig and build and stuff like that. And you can do some crazy wicked stuff. So we're going to talk about mining first. Mining is you level up by mining. It's pretty simple. Um, there Wait, are, how do you level this up? By using a pickaxe on stone. That doesn't <laughs> seem right. I know, it's weird, huh? Yeah, very <laughs> weird. You get different XP depending on what you're mining. If you're mining diamond, you're going to get the maximum potential XP. If, you not, if you're low level and you mine like a, a node of three diamonds, from level one, you'll be level six. The interesting thing about all gathering skills is the max level is 1,000. So if you're level 50 and you think you're all that, consider the fact that it's max is 1,000. And I thought 26 was cool. <laughs> all right. You know, honestly, though, I know that there are people on this server who look at that 1,000 mining and go, mm, two weeks. Not going to happen. You have to have... <laughs> <clears throat> You'd have to be in like every guild plot, every player plot, just to get that. Now, 
<clears throat> what does occur with this kind of thing is why you want to level up mining. Well, for one, it's going to be natural for you. But you'll start getting bonus drops. Percent chance to bonus drops as you mine. Like extra stone, extra coal, extra redstone and gold and iron. The higher level you are, the higher that chance gets. And by level 500, you should be around 50% chance. So it's kind of like a fortune sort of thing. Kind of like fortune. And you have a, an ability as a miner. If you right-click with a pick in your hand, it activates something called the Super Breaker. Super Breaker allows, gives you efficiency 5 on your pickaxe. Now, this is the cool thing about this. Even if you have an efficiency 3 pickaxe, it adds 5 more to it. So efficiency 8. Right. Now, what? the duration starts at 2 seconds at level 1 and goes up by 1 second every 50 levels. So at 1,000 levels... 22 second time. Wow. And, uh, is there a cooldown on this? or It does. It's got a two, uh, 240 second cooldown. Okay, and so like when minutes. you try to activate it again, will it let you know how yes. much longer you have? It tells you oh, how much longer you have. You can activate it once every four minutes. Yep. I uh, I was playing with it at level 1,000. Put with level 1,000. I was trying, just making sure, testing it out, me and nothingness. And uh, I went down into a, an area and just hit one stone block, and it was just like a machine. <laughs> and I had a massive cavern <laughs> in 20 seconds. <clears throat> it was incredibly fun. Oh, my Lord. And the thing is, is you get all the materials from that. So you get to blast mine it. Um, there is blast mining in game, but it is not effective on our server because we have TNT disabled for blasting. So blast mining does not work. I apologize, but no go. All right, so the next thing on our list is we have wood cutting. Wood cutting, if you ever play with the mod that's the tree felling mod, where you uh, hit the bottom, you break the bottom block of a tree and all the blocks disappear or they collapse. Well, that's what that kind of is. Um, when you activate your tree feller ability by right-clicking with an axe, you activate it, and when you hit the bottom block of a tree, it, it, it fells the entire tree. Now, hmm, I like that. I tested this... Sorry, go ahead. No, Dave. Or Dan. <clears throat> I tested this last night, and the only tree that does not work on this is the big uh, jungle trees that are four blocks uh, for the trunk. That's the only tree that it does not work on. Well, I prevented that from happening for that for a reason. Um, you get double drops based on your level. So if you get, like, if you're level 70, you have a chance of getting double drops off oak, 80 spruce, 90 birch, and 100 jungle. And the higher level you go, the, the higher the percentage it goes up as well. So by the time you're level 1000, you'll have a 100% chance. Um, there's something called leaf blower, but I'll let you guys figure that one out. So that's what you can do for woodcutting. Herbalism. Herbalism is basically your farmer. There's an ability called Green Terra. When you right-click while holding down the hoe, what it does is it gives you a chance to get three times the drops from harvesting plants. And you have a 100% chance to convert blocks as long as you have seeds in your inventory. You can turn a cobblestone block into a mossy cobblestone, a stone brick into a mossy stone brick, and dirt into grass. Uh, you have uh, Green Thumb, which you can level up. It starts at 750 levels, so it's really high up there. But what Green Thumb does is when you, um, when you, oh, that's instant wheat growth, never mind. Green Thumb is something different. I'm getting lost here. It turns uh, 
blocks into, into their plant-related counterparts. So if you right-click a block while green thumb is triggered, funny things happen. And it's based off of success. So uh, Shroom Thumb is the ability, when you unlock that at, I believe, 750, it turns dirt and grass into mycelium. That would be really helpful. Oh, dude. I like that a lot. I think Dave is in love right now. Uh, you got instant wheat growth as a part of it, and you, you've got a chance. You got a, 13, a zero be- between zero and thirteen percent chance between level zero and two hundred. And what that happens is when you harvest like wheat, it has a chance to be instantly replanted. And depending on your level depends on how, on what stage of growth that plant is on. So if you hit level eight hundred plus and you get stage four of, of of a wheat stage, you have a, a good chance of replanting a fully re- go- fully grown wheat plant instantly that'd be good for those who have those giant wheat farms for the healing arrows <clears throat> there's something called Hylian luck you get at a certain level I believe it starts at 100 um, when you break certain blocks like grass sapling saplings uh, dead brush flowers flower plots they give you a chance of, of getting extra drops like emeralds diamonds gold nuggets potatoes carrots apples melon seeds pumpkin seeds and cocoa I see what you did there yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, fishing is one of my favorite things that we did. <clears throat> fishing is fun because the Very. passive ability of a fishing is called treasure hunter, and depending on your level depends on what drops you have a chance of getting. Guys, um, let's put it this way: at between level zero and three hundred, you get a good chance of getting wooden or leather armor and such, and so, as well as stone tools. Over 200, you get a chance of getting iron boots, legs, axes, pull, swords, hoes, you name it. Ender pearls, which you can sell, don't use. <clears throat> Let me see here. We got at level 400, you can start getting gold stuff, blaze rods, music discs. Level 600 plus, diamond stuff, gas tears. I was waiting for you, Aaron. Mine arrows galore. I was totally <laughs> muted because gas tears, oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's just with fishing. You get uh, more music discs as well. At level 800, you have a chance of getting diamonds, iron ignits, gold ignits, and lapis lazuli. Dude, this is what I'm going to do whenever I'm bored and just hanging out on the server. I'm going to be fishing. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. And, but, and as you level up, you, have a, you get a higher chance of getting fish instantly. So I was playing around at level 1,000 fisherman. As soon as my pole hit the water, I instantly got a fish. Oh, wow. Um. There's also something called Magic Hunter, which is where you get a chance of getting enchanted items. Magic oh. Hunter. Magic Hunter? It's uh, starting at 6.5% between levels 1 and 200, and it goes up a little bit after that. Uh, the cap is a maximum of 33%, and that's at level 800. Um, you see here, we also have something called Shake. This one's, this one's pretty fun. Um, at Shake, starting at 150, you get ability to where you can use your fishing line to hook monsters. And as you hook them, they'll drop one of their drops. So if you hook a zombie, it'll drop zombie flesh. If you keep hooking it, it'll keep dropping more zombie flesh. Does this work on bosses? No. Ah. <clears throat> if it does, it'll be completely disabled. But as far as I was tested, it, it doesn't work. Yeah, I guess I could see how that could be a major exploit. You wouldn't even have to fight the bosses for their drops. Mm-hmm. Good call. Good call. I'm not sure if I like this. What? 
because there's a specific type of boss that may allow people to get a specific type of item that we don't allow on the server. Using that us. is true. What, Wither? No, yeah. uh, Enderman with ender, ender Pearls, too. No. Those can ender be gotten anyways. Um, yeah, it's the, the Wither. We don't allow the star. Withers don't drop anything when you use this. They don't? No. Nothing. They are blocked from it. Oh, cool. I could not block Enderman. Uh, however, we do not allow the use of Ender Pearls on the server. That's why there's a sign to sell them for 15 Emons each. But yeah, you I get all kinds of goodies. All I use them for is to make Ender Chests. And there's even a very rare chance to get um, a skull. No, I, I disabled the skulls. Never mind. Those have been disabled. You can't get skulls off of them. Alright, guys. Let me see here. I'm going along here. Excavation is the ability to use a shovel on dirt, sand, and other and gravel. Um, you get a, an ability called Giga Drill Bit or Giga Drill Breaker, which allows you to break stuff rapidly with your shovel. I mean, rapidly. It's kind of like the mining one, and but it's just as fun. But you also get Treasure Hunter ability with this as well. Uh, you get certain bonus drops from doing breaking certain things. You can get uh, mycelium from breaking cocoa beans, apple, it's, or mycelium drops, uh, cocoa beans, apples, you name it. Um, you have a chance of getting a diamond off of grass, dirt, gravel, sand, or clay blocks, cakes, cobwebs, soul sand, you name it. You know, I think these supporting sort of roles, you know, with the excavation and the fishing is very good because now that there's no armory, I mean, there's only so much diamonds in a certain plot that you can get. So if you level these skills up, you'll be able to get the materials needed to make the armor that you need. Mm-hmm. So like, I think I, this is a really big update, and I think it's going in the perfect direction. Um, there's people on server saying, yeah, you can really get one. No, you can't. Um, I did find a boss that did have a rare chance to drop another star, and that was removed from the game finally found him. It was completely removed. Now, uh, I don't know too much about the Nether Star. Like I said, I originally started on the Xbox 360, and when I went to PC, I've been mostly playing on uh, the new Antinox server. So, can you do anything with, about with the Star besides make a beacon, or is that the reason you do no, not want just making it? A beacon. We were using it as a cheap it's kind of like a hidden cheats giveaway. So there's okay. no way to get one, and someone's using it. We know they're cheating. Okay. And I actually removed it from the boss before, long before, uh, the other guy was banned. And he, he who must not be named. Yeah. All right, guys, we have combat skills. These are where it gets even more fun. The first one is unarmed. Now, we know that unarmed really does not work efficiently against bosses. It does work very efficiently against players and regular mobs. Unarmed is using no weapon. And the uh, active skill you get with this called Berserk, which increases your unarmed damage by 50%. It doesn't... The, it, all it does is get... The higher levels you are, the harder, the longer the, the, um, the duration is. Now, Berserk does work with bosses. It goes from 1 to 2 damage on a boss, so it's not really effective. Um, but unarmed skills start at 4 damage and go up from there. 
So by a level thousand arms, you can one shot zombies and creepers and everything else in your path. And you, yeah, it's called the iron arm skill. So the nice thing about an arm is it's really good for open world PvP. Like you have the ability to do what's called arrow deflect, which is a passive. You get a certain percentage to de- a certain percentage to deflect arrows. You have a chance to disarm your opponent. Oh, don't tell them that they can deflect arrows. I won't be able to kill people now. Everyone, you can deflect arrows. Go fight Boone. Um, Unarmed also has something called Strength Potion Proficiency, which means that normally a Strength 2 Potion does 6 extra damage to your physical weapon. Using Unarmed with Strength Potion 2, it gives you 12 additional damage. So an Unarmed, high-level Unarmed can do some massive damage in PvP. But it's going to be a pain in the neck to level that one up. Guarantee it. And then we have like your your basic stuff. Archery. Archery has a chance to daze enemies. As you skill it up, it gets more and more damage, up to 150% bonus damage by level of 1,000. Yes, there's 1,000 levels. Um, let me see here. Archery, we did that one. What else do I want to talk about? Swords. Swords has a right-click ability. So if you have a sword activated, you right-click. It activates a skill called Serrated Strikes. It deals 25% bonus damage and applies a bleed effect, a radius around your target. It's an AoE. And the bleed effects what we call um, a dot damage over time. It will last between 2 to 5 ticks. Well, it does 5 ticks regardless of your level. And will make them bleed for a few points of damage for 5 ticks. So every time that they take a hit point loss, it shows more damage. Anyway. The chat room's asking if that you can, if you can block. Uh, <laughs> the blocking was changed. And I'll get into that in a second. So no, you don't need to block. Blocking doesn't exist the way it used to anymore, and I'll explain that later. <clears throat> um, a passive skill for a sword is a bleed effect. You have a chance to, to actually apply a bleed effect to enemies as you go. Um, swordsmen have the ability, another passive ability called Counter Strike, where they can automatically hurt their opponent for half of the damage received to them. That's awesome, by the way. Uh, let me see here. So that's what you can do with swordsmen. There's the axes. Axes have an ability called school, Skull Splitter and Massive AoE. It's an area attack ability that does half damage to surrounding mobs. Up now, to five mobs. For, is this for axes that are like named that dropped? Because how would it differentiate between that and the uh, tree one? I believe the tree one is not something you activate. Oh, okay. I believe it does it automatically when you hit a tree. Um, we hit the bottom one of a tree. Critical okay. strikes allows critical hits that cause double damage to mobs. It, well, what it does is they're both clickable. It, 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 the game knows how to differentiate between a mob and a tree. So if you're hitting a mob, it's going to activate skull splitter. If you're hitting a tree, it's going to hit activate the tree. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Perfect sense. Um, passive abilities of an axe they get critical strikes. Critical strikes do one and a half times the normal damage. So it's percentage-based. The higher level you are, the higher the percent. Uh, you get extra damage every... F- okay, the one thing I guess you guys got to remember is that you get extra damage every 50 levels. And for axes, it, it caps out at level 200. Uh, armor impact gives a chance to, in- to increase damage to armored enemies. Does that give you guys ideas there? Bosses are going to be way easier now. Especially certain bosses that like to do reaping. <laughs> yep. Well, 
I think it helps counterbalance the regen effect. A lot of things that I'm talking about will counterbalance it because every attack ability has a chance of going up 150% normal damage, and that does affect bosses. That's nice. That's why another reason for the regen. Um, otherwise, this game would become way too easy. Bonus damage and similar effects as Knockback 2 is a passive ability called Greater Impact with Axes. So that's the and there's a, a really cool one we, we got in there is called Taming. You get a skill called Call of the Wild. What that does is if you have 10 bones in your hand, you hold down your shift button, and you left-click to summon a wolf. This wolf will be a combat pet. Uh, you have ten, I like. If you have 10 fish in your hand and left-click, you'll get an ocelot. However, ocelots don't like to attack that much. So I, like, I recommend sticking with the, the wolf. Now, they, does this pet stay with you until it is killed? Yes, it does. Awesome. Um, your pets actually gain abilities based on your taming level. They get an ability called Gore at level 50. Uh, no, 500 and 1,000. Um, whenever a tamed wolf attacks a target, they have a, there, there is a chance they will inflict a critical strike that applies a bleed effect. 50% chance at 500 and 100% chance at 1,000. Uh, fast food service. That's at level 50. A wolf has a chance to heal on an attack. Environmentally aware. Pets will avoid lava and cactus and, may, and, and make immunity to fall damage. Thick fur at 250 reduces damage to the pet and gives fire resistance. Holy hound at 375. Wolves gain, regain health when damaged by magic or, po or poison. Shockproof reduces explosive damage to the pet. Sharpen Claws at 750 as damage bonus to the pet's attack. So, you have a new party member. Uh, somebody in the chat room brought up, if a wolf attacks the boss, the boss doesn't seem to fight back to the pet. That's incorrect. I've seen wolves killed by bosses. Yeah, I've also seen wolves get killed by bosses. I've seen a wolf try to run away from a boss, and the boss ran it down and ate it. <laughs> yeah. They not only get fight with bosses, the bosses will aggro onto them. This is probably one of my favorite skills and something I'm definitely going to invest a lot of time into. I always like the whole pet thing. Now, there is restrictions, though. If you're in a party, only one wolf can be active. So if you have a party of five people, only one person can have a pet out. <clears throat> it won't let you do more than one. Otherwise, you'd have, you know, a party of ten, and that's ridiculous. So if you party up, does, does the people in your party, can they not hurt your wolf? Oh, they can still hurt it. Oh, okay. I thought that was the reason why. Okay. Don't hit my wolf. <laughs> so people are understanding. They're thinking, oh, it must be a bug because you can use a wolf to kill a bully ball really easy. Not a bug as intended. Hello, people. Regen. Well you can kill Bully Bob easy anyways. It's not like it's that much big of a deal. I couldn't I mean, kill Bully Bob when I first started. What were you <laughs> using? A wood sword? Don't judge me. <laughs> Alright guys, know how blocking is no longer able to be used in some cases? You can still use it, just not as often because you like fate abilities. We have now passive abilities in the acrobatics. Acrobatics are awesome. It's a passive ability called dodge and gives you a chance to have the damage taken in combat. Well, I, I lower that to about 25%. So every, you have a chance, and depending on your level in acrobatics, the, the higher level you are in acrobatics, the higher the chance becomes, up to, I believe, 50% chance, and it will, you'll take a lot less damage. 
Now, there's also something called roll. If you, um, it, what it does is it, you have a chance to reduce falling damage by rolling. If you hold down shift while you're falling, you have a chance to do what's called a graceful roll, which, ha- which does even greater chance of success than roll and protects even more damage. Parkour, now, here I come. If you're falling 50 blocks up, graceful roll and roll will not save you. <laughs> Just saying. So that's what replaces block, and it's more of a passive ability, so you can focus on other things as well. You can still use block, though. It just will activate your ability at the same time. So be careful with that. One of the coolest things that we added recently was a new repair system, guys. If you go to an iron block with your weapon or armor in hand, and see, the thing is, you have to have the base material. For instance, if you have a wooden sword you want to get repaired, you have to have a wooden a piece of wood in your inventory, a wooden block. So wait, an iron block, not an anvil? An iron block. Okay. And if you go into the server, there's a ye old smithy in town now that has the iron block in that you can use, or you can put it in your player plots, you can put one in your your condo, you name it. I'm much easier to obtain than an anvil, so that's These good. will repair any enchants as long as you're high enough level. I believe it would be like 250 to repair um, diamond or something like that. But um, you can repair, even if it's a legendary item. See, legendary items have so many enchants on them, you're not able to repair them by normal Minecraft anvil standards. This, now, all you need is a diamond to repair a legendary, because all legendaries are diamond material. Excluding the bows. All you need to repair those is a piece of wood and some string. Exactly. So it goes down to the base materials. Um, to repair, like, iron swords, iron armor, you need, obviously, iron ignits. It's really, it's really, really cost-effective, really easy to um, repair items now. Very easy. So no having yeah. to use levels. It's all based off just the materials you have. Um, that was probably one of my biggest, uh, I guess, com- quote-unquote complaints was, like, you'd have a really nice weapon and you'd want to repair it because, well, it's rare, and it would be like, well, you need 35 levels and, you know, so-and-so diamonds. Yeah, well, that's what sparked the whole idea with the, the durability debate that we had. Because if you get, you know, Reapers or Missives ultra-rare weapons and you don't want to use them because you're afraid of breaking them, because you can't repair them with standard Minecraft because there's so many enchants on them. So what we did, instead of doing getting rid of that altogether, if we got rid of durability altogether, people would not be afraid to die and they just completely die spawn or die kill anything anyway. We wanted to keep the durability so people still had that fear of death. <laughs> However, it's now extremely easy to repair. <clears throat> we also added something called salvage, guys. And what salvage does, it breaks apart tools and armors using a, um ender portal block, which you can only find one right now in the game in Bloglessness Village. At level 300... Um, repair, you can break down tools and armors to their original materials. So we've had a lot of people saying, like, oh, I can't sell my excess armor. Now you can break it down to its original materials. This is another reason why we lowered the cost or the, we lowered the amount of emons you earn from gold is because all that gold armor you saved up at level, at level 300 in repairing, you can break it down to gold. I'm so happy right now because that was something I've been thinking about for a while. I was like, oh, I wish Minecraft would allow me to break this down because I have chests of gold armor 
that I never use because it's it's not the greatest, you know. So this is oh, dude, you have no you have no idea how happy I am. I can finally break this down and actually get something for it, you know. Even if it's not as much as it used to be, you know, per uh, ingot and nugget, it's still more than I ever got for these pieces of armor before. I believe there's even an extreme rare chance if you have a highly enchanted item that you break down to get an enchanted book. Oh, that's what I was actually just about to ask that. I think it's an extremely rare chance. That'd be pretty good because sometimes you have like a stone or iron sword that you randomly get from a chest that has an enchantment. You're like, oh man, I wish I had this enchantment. And if you break it down and you're high enough level, you might get the book and then you can apply it on a better weapon. Yeah, the thing is, guys, um, you all you do to, to repair is to right-click on a iron block, and it will tell you if you have the materials or not. If you have the materials, it'll do that cool little mining, that repairing sound, and you've got it repaired. Your level depends on how much it will repair, though. Not all the time will it repair to full, especially on the diamond gear. Higher level, the higher chance you have of fully repairing it. Um, and salvaging is simply right-clicking with the item you want to to salvage on the ender portal block and you're done but the thing about salvage is that you have to have a high level right a high level uh 300 so you gotta really i've seen people doing that i there's a one of the guilds has a shortage of iron because someone was spending all day building up his repair level he was superbly breaking iron gear and then taking the iron and going to and repairing the iron equipment. Whose guild is this? <laughs> I don't. I think it was Egard. <laughs> they have okay. A, okay. Well, the the guild said yes, do it because they they want someone to hit that level three hundred repair, you know, so they can be able to break down all their access armor and everything. So it'd be worth it in the end. I mean, yeah, you might spend a lot to get there to that three hundred level, but by the time you do, you can make it all back in a heartbeat with all that saved armor and gear you have. <clears throat> oh, definitely. I mean, and if you got to that skill alone, I mean, that's a that's a skill. You could probably, if someone's like, hey, can you, you know, do so-and-so for me? You could be like, well, yeah, well, I'm going to need this general amount of some kind of currency. So now that's the breakdown of the skills, guys, and that gives you an idea of why things were done, why we took down, why we lowered the economy, the chests, and things like that, because weapons and armor will last longer now because they're a lot easier to repair. That legendary bow or epic bow that you have, pretty much indefinite now, as long as you go repair it. Um, let me see here. What else we got here? We got a new party system, guys. We got rid of the old one because it was very flawed. In the old party system, all it really allowed you to do was avoid um, sword damage on each other. But bows were still hurting your party members. The new party system... It negates all damage from party members. So that's one thing. Now, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Nukes. It doesn't really say that so-and-so killed you. Oh, it just nukes. says that they blew up. Will that still... Yeah, will, nukes, will that hurt? There's no such thing as a protection against a nuke, buddy. So hiding under my desk won't help me. No. I see how it is elementary school. <laughs> um, certain arrow types like uh, nuke and... Um, what's that explosion one that separates... Um, a couple uh, of explosive arrows do not affect party system because it, it, it registers as an outside entity. Not as damage from the player, but as an outside source. Okay, so the arrow damage itself is player-based damage, but damage such as explosions, it's just 
explosive damage. It's not you explosive damage from I didn't test this yet. person. I don't know if healing arrows are going to work in parties anymore. Oh, crap. we got to test that. Well, if not, then have a designated healer that's like, you're not in the party. Yeah, one way to do it. However, there are commands in party where you can share XP. So you get a small percentage. Of, like if someone's using an axe and someone's using a sword and someone's using a bow, you will be leveling up all three in your party. Really? Yes. However... So, <clears throat> oh, continue. I'm sure you're going to explain what I was going to ask anyways. <laughs> it's a small percentage of the XP gained from your, yep. from your party members. Not the full. So you still be gaining XP, just not all of it. Let um, me see here. The coolest thing about the system is it has auto-loot systems to where you can set your party to automatically, um, randomly do, um, give loot to players that you pick up. So if someone picks up loot, it'll automatically disperse that loot to all players in your party, randomly. Or you can set it to do it equally. So no more having to worry about, oh, someone stole this, or I wanted that. Now if you grew up, group up and your party leader knows what they're doing and they set the right command, which is, by the way, all this information, guys, is in the main spawn in Angel's book chest under Help Guide 2. I like this because it will, you know, evenly distribute you know, gold and uh, uh, weapons and armor and then anything that you want to, that you specified before is going to be random, you can just roll for and then whoever has it will give it to the person who won the roll. Now it's automatic if you use the party system. The roll the roll the roll system's still in place just in case. But oh yeah, that's what part, that's what I mean. I mean everyone's going to automatically get stuff. But if beforehand you guys decided, hey, when if a trophy drops, we're all going to roll for it. You you can still roll for it once right. it drops if it does. Another thing we added was a stat system. You have a way of seeing how you rank against everyone else in your skill level. Uh, let me see. We also added a way to inspect other players. If you do forward slash inspect in the player name, as long as you're within range of them, which is pretty close, you'll inspect what they have on them. <gasps> That's so cool. There's a way where you can um, you can also see your own stats. If you do MC stats, forward slash MC stats, it'll show you all your levels. If you're curious about all the little like breakdown of certain skills, you do forward slash fishing, it'll show you all your, your percentages and chances for fishing. Same with swords, archery, mining, you name it. So it's just forward slash fishing, forward slash mining, whatever works. That's how you'd be doing that. There's a whole bunch of, of stats that you can see. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, all right, now for the nitty-gritty stuff. We're noticing that the server was starting to get way too much overburdened by the different systems we have in place. So a few systems were removed, like broker, simple chat, Unfortunately. and the PvP system was removed. The PvP, the PvP system may be temporary. Uh, Dave, did you see performance increase after we removed him? Oh my god. Okay, yeah, first off, <clears throat> Mibs was like doing crap on the server right after we did that, so it took a while, but I did go on and play on it after he was done messing around with World Edit, and it is so smooth now. It is ridiculous. Like, it, it it's so much better than before, you have no idea. Yeah, we were afraid of that, because um, you guys, everyone mostly, I don't know if you realize this, but most everyone was starting to experience a lot more lag on the server after we implemented PvP systems, because the um, collage of mods used to create that system were very, very heavyweight. What I mean by heavyweight, they were, they were using a ton of system memory and pulling from everything. 
So we have removed that as a performance test, and it may stay off. We apologize, but you know what? People really were not using them that much, honestly, and there was no real reward for doing it. However, there is a new way we're doing PvP, guys. This is, this is where it gets interesting. We have now a new open world, open PvP gank fest areas of awesome. And the first one is called Badlands. Badlands is located in the new guild plot area just outside of the um, expedition camp. When you go there, it is a free-for-all. Admins are hands-off there, guys. However, normal server rules do apply. No cussing, no spamming, and above all, no mods. But when you um. go into this area, you watch your back. Because anyone can kill you at any time. You can build stuff if you want, but there's a good chance someone's going to break it. And we're not responsible. See, I thought the number one gank area was uh, spawn, because that's where I put all my mines. <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, I guess I'll have to move over to Badlands. So if someone really wanted to go into Badlands, because well, the thing about Badlands is, is that you can build, you can mine, it's all open. It's a 300 meter radius area. So big, you don't see the walls. Unless you go right up to them. So you might want to mark your way out because you're going to have a hard time finding your way out. It's huge. When you go into Badlands, it is going to be covered with a roof. A lot of mobs are going to spawn there. Yes. So you got to be very careful. However, it's a great way to level up different things and get, get different resources. If you're really clever, you can have an entire underground network of awesomeness and protect it and hide it to where people will die if they get near it. Yes, but... <clears throat> Uh, another thing about this whole idea of stealing is that we still had the four slash C private and C password and all that other stuff. That kind of makes the whole stealing aspect of this pointless. What, Dave? Or what, Dan? I don't think there's any stealing. I think they meant ganking, like just killing each other. No, I mean, if you if they lock a chest in there, good luck to them. But um, if you're building a house or building a castle, people can destroy that easily. I'm going to sit next to a chest full of... And I'm not saying that that admins may occasionally go around that area and unlock chests. Just saying. Yeah! Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Nothing is safe there, guys. Nothing is safe. Just saying. Um, Right before the show, Mibs put the uh, roof on top of the Badlands. Oh, it's finished? Yes, it Uh, is finished. I I owe Mibs gratitude. That's a, that was no easy task. No, it wasn't. It it slowed down the server to a crawl, but it finally got done, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, so that's what we have. Badlands, awesome stuff. We have uh, cast... What? Now? I was just going to say, uh, everybody, just look out for uh, me and Mac in the Badlands. So uh, I just wanted to give everybody a fair warning. Uh, yeah, okay, good luck with that. And hopefully he doesn't gank you and steal your stuff. All right. Casper hideaways are in-game now. What they are for is little hidden places. Some of them are hidden, some of them are not. That allow you to save closer to areas that are out of the way. For instance, Pirate Cove. That little long, long path to get to Pirate Cove has a Casper hideaway where you can use a bed and a repair station there. There are different um, hideaways, and some of them are hidden, some are not. If you find them, you have easy ways of getting to different areas and save to make it easier for you to get to bosses. Um, let me see here. Oh, ready for big news, Dave? 
Um, mine or yours? Mine. Okay, no. Expansion. The admins are working on an official expansion to the new Antinoch RPG server. What this is, is a completely new area. Completely out of the way of the current area from vanilla RPG server. It's going to be a whole, all new systems, all new bosses, all new goodies planned for that area. It's completely separated from the original area. It's going to be a whole new land, a whole new areas to explore. Um, this does not affect the trophy achievements. The uh, trophy achievement for the vanilla area is its own separate achievement. And we will have a new trophy achievement for the new expansion when we get it done. Uh, we have a lot of great plans for it. Well, starting to. We're still in development. Um, it's going to be on the same server. How we're going to do this, we're not going to tell you guys. That's all for us to know and you guys to just enjoy. And we'll give you guys more details as that gets closer. It, it's going to be a while before that comes out. So don't yeah. expect it right now. I don't even know, guys. And I'm just as excited. <laughs> so it's a full-blown expansion. All right, guys. That is it for my tidbit. I went way long, 55 minutes. <laughs> so we got a, it. We've got a lot of extra stuff right now, and I'm going to get into Steve's riddle. Welcome back, everyone. It's been another eventful week, which I'm sure Joe and the other hosts will have discussed already. I especially like the idea of weapon improvement and boss health regeneration. Should make for some interesting boss battles, hopefully with a lot more strategy rather than just dying multiple times and going back for more. As of recording this segment, the riddle still goes unsolved, so this week I will provide hints. I've had one or two players say that the riddles are too hard, and I do understand there's a lot of young players in the server, however, they're not supposed to be easy. If you think about them and have a good knowledge of the server, I promise you they'll make a lot more sense. I playtest the riddles with my wife to see if they're too easy or hard. If she solves them too quickly, I'll add additional challenges to increase the difficulty, but nothing crazy, just minor tweaks here and there. If they keep going unsolved regularly, then I will tone down the difficulty. So, to recap, last week's riddle was as follows. A puzzling man with a sense of direction, who's hiding his treasures from closer inspection. Impenetrable walls are just not enough when people are actively stealing his stuff. His neighbour sounds monstrous, though he's stolen his name to secure his possessions from the reaper that came. Okay guys, first hint is, not only does it have impenetrable walls, it also has an impenetrable floor and ceiling. Hint 2, the number 9 is significant. So there we are. Can anyone interested in the riddle segment please visit the riddle room at main spawn, as I've put up more contact details for myself, such as my personal email address. This gives you an additional way to contact myself if you don't use Twitter, however you can always contact the show directly. Please let me know if you solved the riddle either by email or Twitter so I can put you in my show notes for a mention on the next episode as the first person to solve it. You can contact me on Twitter at stevie8421, that's S-T-E-V-I-E 8421. All the music on the riddle sections are written by myself and you can listen to some of my stuff on SoundCloud. Just search for Stephen Farkerson, that's Stephen with a V and Farkerson is spelled F-A-R-Q-U-H-A-R-S-O-N. Thanks for listening and back to you guys. Why, thank you, Steve, and thank you for your riddles. Uh, all right, we are back. <laughs> Any ideas, Dan? None. Yeah, and Pi's back, and no one's around, and there's no more minecarts for someone to steal underneath him, so uh, it's going to be a difficult one. I was thinking, like, maybe, like, the ninth boss added somewhere in that area. 
where he was put. You guys are know. wrong. I know this. I know that I, I figured out the answer right away, but I'm an admin. I can't do it. Dan, don't say what you think because it's a bannable offense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do it, Dan. I will ban you. And gladly. I might even let Dave have those honors. <laughs> yes, I love you, buddy. Did Dave, like, just have, like, a moment of, like, a. I don't even know. I, I, like he was so I, happy. I, actually, I have dreams of banning Dan. <clears throat> Like very pleasant dreams. Like wet, I wake up dreams, with a smile yeah. on. <laughs> but he watches like the same shows I watch. We've kind of connected. <clears throat> All right. Speaking of Dave, man, it's out. Give it to us. All right, guys. Today's the big day. That's right. Hammer of the Seven Stars area is now open. Yes. Hold back your applause. That's right. Four puzzles. Three bosses, including Shadow, Chief Alchemist Fess, and the Hammer Soul, <clears throat> along with 11 books, has been released for this new area. These uh, three bosses are the final three bosses in vanilla New Antinoc. There are yep. a total now, a grand total, of 64 bosses playable on the server. I would like to say that before the show, each one of these bosses was soloed. They are all soloable. If you have the right gear, if you're using the right potions, absolutely they are soloable. But at the same time, I saw two or three people try to go up on Fess, and he wiped the floor with them. <laughs> so if you're not prepared, you're going to get eight. You gotta think, guys. Remember, it's all about thinking and how to fight them properly. It might take you a few dozen tries to figure them out, their mechanics. Once you do, and you look around the environment around you, you can beat these guys. I personally enjoy the puzzles within these new areas. Uh, I think That's um, what brings me into this. Dave's new area is brilliant. This is the last time I'm going to ever compliment him. <laughs> um, no, it really is. I was blown away. How, how I was very, very impressed with this area. It's if you read all the books, you can get really, really engrossed in the story of that area, and it just kind of um, pops it out even more for you. So when you kill those bosses, do you have a reason for killing them? And for Shadow, if you've played on the old um, MMORPG server, he will have a nostalgia factor to him. I think the oh, atmosphere yeah. of the area is just. Great, just the views that you constantly have in just the areas themselves, they fit so well within the story that it, it, it's really immersive. You have no I, idea I how much of a compliment that is. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, Aaron. When I was reading one of the books, when I was doing a play test, I was literally just, oh my god. Oh my god, this is freaking creepy, scary. I can't wait until this goes out. I want to experience this whole deal. And now that it's out, I think I will have to go and try it today. Um, I was telling the admins today when we were talking about the expansions, like, okay, guys, this new expansion, we're going to have to go grand. We're going to go epic. We're going to go visually awesome. Think of Dave's area. That's what I want to <laughs> see. And Steve quit. <laughs> he didn't really he was quit. like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so we're gonna go big bold and beautiful on, on the expansion i'll tell you right now dude though we've made some of these bosses scary as hell like shadow he he was bugged <clears throat> earlier this morning we got him fixed but 
he became invincible at a point, and I was going in just to test him. The stuff he does is just creepy as hell. Like, I was like, there's something wrong with this. He went invincible on me, and I was like, oh my god, the game has become sentient. It has become its own, and it's starting to kill me. <laughs> A literal kill them, awesome. I can't let you do that, Dave. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> hell. And I was like, we made this guy, and he's scaring me. There are little Easter eggs throughout Dave's build that kind of tie into other areas of the server. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Even items in uh, uh, chests have a hint toward other Easter eggs, even around the Quest Gaming Network. There's even um, the last boss in Dave's area is the only boss as a chance to drop Ender Portal Stone, which is used Ooh. for doing uh, salvage. Well, isn't one of those... Well, I guess that's a trophy, though, that Miramac drops, isn't it? Miramac? That's an actual portal. Oh, he does an actual portal? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Big difference. And I love Shadow's trophy, Dave. You're welcome. <laughs> Shadow, yeah. It's a, it, he, he drops a piece of coal called Shadow Poop. I actually... Oh. Uh, we got Chief Alchemist Fess. We we actually created the 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 loot table for him and everything before I finished the last books of the area. So I actually included his um, item that he drops, his his trinket. What, what are we calling it? His trophy? His trophy, yeah. Trophy. I actually included that in the storyline, so that that's nifty as well. Yeah, it kind of adds like a depth to the actual item itself. Correct. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, the, you know, there's this story included all over the server. It's just got to look a little bit harder for it. Dave puts it right in your face and says, here, guys, look. Yeah, my if I had to pick one thing to say that my area is, it's not about the bosses or the puzzles, it's about the story. If there is one part of that that I really want to explore more and actually complete, because you brought me in before and I wasn't able to complete it, it's the area that had that bed in it at one point. That I'm surprised oh. I haven't seen more areas like that, because that's that's pretty clever. You have to actually pay attention to what you're doing in that yeah. specific area. Yeah, because there's a, a, a mistake, lot of my puzzles. I brought okay. in four people last night to test out uh, my puzzles in my area. Found a lot of issues with it. Fixed a lot of stuff. But I let them go on the first puzzle. And in fact, the first puzzle, I give you clues and hints. I even tell you exactly what to do in one of the books. And it still took the group forever. I swear we were probably there for an hour, an hour and a half with four people trying to figure it out. Oh, man. But it was it was great. I was smiling from ear to ear watching people actually do the puzzles. <laughs> Dave, you have, a, you have something you want to mention about spam? Yes. I want to uh, discuss some spam, especially since all these changes. Um, we've had a lot of people on the server spamming. Now, you may not think you're spamming, but here's what's up. Spam is not just one person saying the same thing over and over. If you're one of nine people asking the same question, it's spam. If the question was just asked and answered, it's spam. It's If you can press T and look on your chat and the answer to your question is in there... Don't ask your question. 
it's it, it's already answered. It's right there for you. Now that's something that we've always had. We we always had in our rules that spamming is bad. Just because you know admins have to answer a lot of questions for a lot of people. If the answer is already there, stopping us from helping another person is is hurting that other person. So keep that in mind. Just just be aware of the chat, and that usually takes care of it a lot. And also, don't forget about the website, because a lot of new things are explained and answered on the site themselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, guys. We have a uh, a new song for our soundtrack, Harmonies of a New World by David Farkasen, called Angel's Lament. Here it is.
I think David outdoes himself every single time with his songs. That yeah, he's awesome. That's probably one of my favorites. Beautiful. And if you guys go to our um, our server website, even our minecraftoftherecord.com, or you can go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com, and we have a servers tab. Right there is a link to all his his to, to this soundtrack. You can download all the songs for free. Speaking of which, the email we got today came in from um, Daryl P. He says, why haven't you put the Harmonies of a New World album on iTunes? The answer is pretty simple. We don't own the rights. David does. He just gave us the right to use the music. So we can't do that. That's up to him entirely. I agree he needs to do that when he finishes the album. At least two, three more songs. Right, David? Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Uh, I gotta show my area. Maybe it'll inspire him, especially right next to uh, Missive's Castle. Oh, I could see some songs being made from those areas. Oh yeah, yeah he needs to come on and see him. Inspire him some more. I love his work. I, I love his work, and I love the soundtrack he's done. I love every piece of music he's done for it. And Angels Lament's my favorite one so far. He is really talented. Yeah. He yeah. Is. All right. Uh, hey Joe. What? Before we move on, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, all the help that you put into the Hammer of the Seven Stars area over the past few days. My pleasure. I feel like I didn't do much. <laughs> hey, yeah, out of the it. like 18 different things that make up my area, you've had a hand in making 14 of those real. Oh, you're welcome, of course. I loved helping so, you out when I got the definitely. chance. <laughs> Thank, thank you, you again. for everything you did on the server this weekend. I mean, I know you put a lot, lot of hours that you didn't need to put into the server You're very welcome, to get guys. this done, and I think it's great. Dave, we got some news. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Uh, y'all ready to watch Widget's blood pressure go up? <laughs> great. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's what they got. This is... Uh, uh, snapshot 13W17A. This is from April 25th, which was, what, three days ago? Um, here's what Mo- Mojang has to say. Here we have a snapshot. Not too much has changed on the surface since 13W17, uh, but most is our efforts are focused on the new launcher, and there's a few cool things you'll want to check out. What they did is they added in hardened clay, which is a new thing for if you smelt a clay block, you can make it hardened clay. What this looks like is it's it's a nice burgundy block, but unlike a normal block like clay or stone, it has increased resistance to explosions. It only takes four to completely negate you know, an, a, an explosive blast if you're standing right behind it. So that that's just like you know clay. They do that. Anywho, uh, moving on. Uh, they added an extra tooltip info in the search tab of the creative inventory, and it shows what category a block slash item is in. So that's going to make life a lot easier on us creative people. Water lakes will no longer show up in desert biomes, but lava lakes will still show up in desert biomes. Finally, here's what's going to make Joe throw a fit. Everybody get ready for this. Zombies now have a low chance to spawn more zombies when they take damage. This is an early fu- version of the function. 
In the future, this will mainly apply to spawning zombies out of the out of sight in enclosed spaces, just to make Widget angry. And the final <laughs> and the final part of this news is that carpets that I talked about last week, the recipe now instead of creating only one carpet per two wool, now creates three carpet pieces per two wool. So that makes life a lot better. The reason- Finally, I can finish the entrance hall. Just so what, what what Dave was saying, why it's going to upset me, is I have to rewrite some bosses. Yep, there are a lot of bosses that are zombies in one way or another that are going to make mini-zombies. And that's irritating. I hope I can turn this off. I really hope you can, too. Aaron, how was your week in game? My week in game... Uh, wasn't the greatest, but I did declare war on came to dig, and after many many deaths on both sides, we came to a peaceful resolution. Yes, yes, we have. I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. You know, I I'm all for a war with came to dig. I believe that's a justifiable war. Well, there well, was only me and Nameless on my in my guild that were fighting. We. It was it was a tough fight, although nameless. I swear, man, he got Dave. You should give him a, an award because he killed Dan a lot. <laughs> nameless is the bane of my existence. Hey, he was a like, big bro. help for me yesterday testing the server. Huge, huge, huge help. Oh, dude, he's a, he's he's a great guy. I'm glad I, I have. I him owe him a, a debt of gratitude killed. for that. And like, uh, Dan, really? No, just go ahead. It's all good. The thing about this uh, whole war is that. We did, in fact, go into one of the PvP arenas to settle, in quotation marks, even though afterwards, when it was over, it wasn't officially settled. But that's how I think that most uh, guilds should do this. Grab a couple of their best players, put them in an arena, let them duke it out. Whoever comes out the winner is the winner of that war, in quotes. Well, if we were going to totally fight out, I would have gone back to my plot and grabbed that 20 TNT I got. Then we'll see what happens. Nuke. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, also reminds me that I nuked Blocklessness like twice, two or three times in the last week. Jeez, you're the one I have to ban. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this was before uh, we were official about the whole Badlands. Um there was a lot of people online, and I was like, hey, come on, everybody, we'll meet at the spawn or in, you know, Moo Fields, and we'll have a competition, and then I just kill myself and everybody else. Everyone's a great sport about it, though. I, I'll give it to our community. Uh, they're all there for good fun, so <laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal. It's mainly for my... Uh, Entertainment? My, yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> And then I completely failed the riddle because that that one was that was a tough one. I probably died more times trying to go into different areas and solve that riddle, falling off cliffs, drowning, you know, the usual, uh, than by bosses. Just trying to solve that riddle is a tough riddle. I mean, Steven is good at what he does, and I do enjoy his riddles. I don't want him to make them easier because that's the charm of them is the that, challenge. You know, yeah, they got that I difficulty. Agree. I am enjoying the Mumble server so much. Oh, yeah, man. It's finally getting some use, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think the other the other night, 
the night that you, uh, you and Dave and me and Dan and a whole bunch of other people were in, I've seen more people that night than I ever saw it in the event server. And, you know, everyone's a good sport. Everyone's, like, helpful and nice. You don't, you know, there's no mean people. So, you know, other than when Dave is being Slenderman on me. <laughs> that was did you, hilarious. Did you hear the story, Joe? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, so Dave, you know, he was he was being Dave and he was killing me, right? And I was like, okay, and then he stopped killing me and then I, I go into the luxury player plots just to look around because I haven't been in that area yet. And I'm and I'm going down and there's a lot of long hallways there and I reach the end of one of the hallways and at the very end of it, there's <laughs> Dave just standing there staring at me. I'm just like, I stop and I'm like, oh. Okay, so I, I kind of back up and then I start running the other way and I'm running for a little while then I stop and look behind me and he is right behind me <laughs> like he's terrified me I'm like nope I, I'm done I'm rage quitting and I just got off the server for a while <laughs> jeez Dave really you're causing players to quit now you admit like, I can't stand you're gonna give me a heart attack Dave <laughs> you admit I swear you have the most Tormenting, tormenting people there is. Like, I, I didn't respect. Do anything. <laughs> he was, like I don't know if like how he timed it or whatnot, but every time I looked around, he was like no more than two blocks behind me. Uh, can I do a really quick disclaimer, guys? It just occurred to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gills are not allowed to claim land in the open uh, um, land areas, such as Badlands. If you do, you will be disbanded. And you mean claim lands like set in like a like a set home sort of thing? Yeah, guilds can claim lands where to where they only they can build on it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we can say, hey, this area belongs to us, and if you want it, you have to try and take it from us. We yeah. can say stuff like that. Right? <clears throat> there is no claiming land permitted, and if we catch a faction doing it, they will be banned. They will be disbanded. They they can't like be like this is our land, and you will never take it from us, and just fight people over it. Yeah, can we fight over land? Like, not officially oh, yeah, yeah. claim it, but, like, hold yeah. it? What I mean by claiming is it, it's a tool you can use where it literally locks the land only your oh, faction members. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no, don't do that. That's you guys can take all... You can go in and fight over land all you want. Normally, that's no big deal. Go for it. Claim your little piece of land. Um, but I won't guarantee you you're not going to keep it long. Okay. That makes sense, then. So so we're allowed to fight over the land. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Fit, and, not unofficially say, "Hey, this is ours. You're gonna take it from us. You got to fight us for it." But officially, don't, no commands to actually claim the land. Right. Okay. And then my impressions of the new updates to the server is we talked about a lot of the stuff on Friday night, I believe it was, and we tested a lot of it. Uh, not a lot of it, some of it, mainly the uh, durability system. And then, of course, Dave. Destroyed the armory, which was entertaining to watch, of course. <laughs> uh, and then I came on Saturday, and uh, I, it must have been during the whitelist because I was the only one on. Yeah, you were there right before I, while I was doing the. Um, I added you to the whitelist, and like literally after I added you to the whitelist, you were on. I was doing all the uh, I was doing all the tweaking. It took me two and a half, three hours just to tweak different files. And you you came on during that phase. I wasn't allowing anybody in at that time. Oh, okay, yeah, because there was like nobody there. I'm like, sweet, I'm gonna fight some bosses that I know are gonna be here. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm fighting them, and then and then I see that as I'm hitting things with my sword, my skills going up. I'm like, oh, 
what's going on here? <laughs> and so then I start fighting more stuff. And I'm just, you know, I just toy with it for a little bit. And I'm testing all these different things. I didn't know. Like, you blew my mind today when you were talking about, like, the whole fishing and, and the whole mining. Because I didn't, I didn't think about that. I thought, yeah, you know, bows, swords, makes sense, fighting. So when you mentioned the whole, yeah, you can mine and you can dig and you can fish. And if you level those skills up, you actually get benefits from them. Like, mind blown. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to have to look into a lot of that stuff, especially, the like I said before, the pet thing. But... Yeah, no, I'm first impressions of what I have experienced. I enjoy it. I especially enjoy the health bar above the heads of <laughs> enemies. I, I don't know if it like works as well with the bosses. No, it's not 100% accurate with bosses. Okay, but with uh, standard mobs, it's it's kind of cool. Kind of it gives you that real that real you know MMO sort of feel the the health bar, and I, I like I, I like that. It, it does. It works to a degree on bosses. It does kind of give you an idea of where the boss is at in terms of health. Yeah, and then also I enjoyed uh, the health as, like I said, not percentage, but as a number. Because as you level up, you'll be able to see, wow, I'm actually you know doing more damage doing this, and I think it'll help tailor people. Holy crap! Did I one shot bully Bob? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a dream of mine. I hate that guy. He stole my lunch money. Anyways, <laughs> that's pretty much uh, my uh, experience this week. Beautiful. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Making a joke. Joke, you funny. We got a um, a forum post that came into us from Stock, uh, Starkiller. I want to bring this up because I really I really liked it. And it um, I'm going to have Aaron read it. It's the forum post one. Forum post one. Where is this at? <laughs> By the email section. Okay. And it's from Starkiller? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, uh, okay. It says, hey, guys, this is a poem I wrote about the server. Hope you guys enjoy. Reaper is coming with missive in his wake. The seven stars shudder as new Antinoch begins to shake. Blood will fly and swords will swing as new heroes take a stand. And I believe that they may, might make Old Reaper beg for a second chance. I think he's made a big mistake in coming to our land. For we, you see, are warriors, and this is where we draw our line in the sand. Reaper's rattling his saber with a snarl on his face, but we reply with a growl and put our armor into place. I see his castle in the distance, and I hear his trumpet sound. So join me, O oh my brothers. Let our arrows take to the skies. Let us raise our swords into the air, for it is our homes. We for it is for our homes we fight. From Star Killer, read normally. That's a really good riddle or a <laughs> poem. Read by Macardia. It's so so. Oh, uh, thank you. I really enjoy that. We have another email from um, Wilhelm, and he says, uh, "I want to thank you all for your hard work on the fantastic job that you have done on the new server." I would ask you to give me a shout-out, Wilhelm, because it's my birthday today on April 27th. Thank you if you do. Sincerely, Wilhelm. Normally, we don't give any shout-outs, but you know what, buddy? Since your uh, birthday was just yesterday, we want to say happy birthday. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and that's that. We got one more... Oh, we're done for the show? 
No, I guess we can do Dave or Dan. I mean, Dan, how was your play? Wait, I went before Dan. All right. Well, <laughs> what I did is uh, me and Kempo, a good friend of mine in the server, we got uh, together and started uh, killing bosses to get trophies and such. I got two trophies to add to my collection. I have gotten a really rare one and one that's okay. I got Chicken Little's Tail Feather and the Janitor's Mop Bucket. So those are really, really cool. I'm going to hang those up as soon as possible. And another thing that I did is I went in during the testing phase of all the new mechanics of the server, and I got to say I love every single one of them. It adds so much more to the server, and I just absolutely love just firing my bow and leveling up that up. I believe I am uh, leading the ranks in bow levels as of right now. But uh, speaking of bows, I was recently going around and just uh, finding people to you know, just kill. And I got to say to everybody that has been a subject to my torment, I apologize. It you monster. But yeah, except for Nameless, because he just probably killed you. Yeah, except for Nameless. Yeah. Me and him have a, have a uh, stronger hate-hate relationship there. Every time I see him, I'm going to try to kill him. Quick happen. question. Is Janitor's Mop Bucket an empty bucket, or is it a bucket of water? It's empty. Okay. I just needed that clarified in my mind for some reason. Right, uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, the main reason I was uh, killing the people is uh, to level up my bow. So, thank you all for that. You kind of did the me. wrong way there, Dan. We kind of, um, and I'm being serious here, we do discourage that kind of activity. Except for certain areas. And, again, I apologize to everybody that had to fall subject to my torment. Alright, man. Anything specific, or is that just it? I know, again, you weren't very on the server very much. Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, that does actually wrap up our show tonight. And our final thoughts is, I'm, I need to take a break from the server. Put too much time <laughs> into it. Yeah, man. If you if you stay any longer, I'm I'm fearing for your health, man. You're doing too much. <laughs> and Dave, my final thought. Um, I finally got my first uh, trophy. I got a copy of Continue in game. Really? It, yes, it is the most epic thing ever made. Now, what boss drops that again? Uh, that would um, be Professor Reinhardt. Professor Reinhardt. It's Professor Reinhardt. Yeah. yeah, that was the coolest thing I've seen ever. <laughs> now, is it so, just a book, or is there actually like yeah. something written in it? No, it's just a book. It's it it's neat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, my final thoughts. Though, is I want more trophies now. <laughs> you got the bug. I do. And Dan. I just got to say, I can't wait to get back in. I am going to be playing in the Badlands, so if any of you want to come and try to kill me, I invite you to. And Aaron? My final thoughts are, 
I'm really leaning towards the Badlands. I think I'm going to spend a lot of time in there. You know, it's like Road Warrior. I'm, I'm, I got to, I, I got to get some TNT. And I'm going to be heading to the Badlands. So if you randomly die in there, uh, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, about that. Okay. We're only hoping that the Badlands doesn't suck up everybody's time, <laughs> but we thought it would be fun little addition to the, to the game. All right. Um. Don't forget, guys, that we do record Minecraft Off the Record every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on our streaming channel found at twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork or in minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. And Dave, how to reach us, buddy? You can reach us at questgamingnetwork.com for all of our great shows, specifically for Minecraft Off the Record. Go to minecraftofftherecord.com. Want to send us an email for the show? Send it to minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you're interested in any of our servers, go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. There you can also watch a show, but on there you'll see our server rules list along with IPs. As well, you'll have your our forums, um, calendar, everything you'll need for... The Minecraft OTR servers is at minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. If you have a question about the server or servers or for any of the admins, send your email into mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. That is the email you send into to get whitelisted for our private server. In game, you can see us. Joe is at widget. I'm at D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. Dan is at Boontini, B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I. Aaron is at Macardia. On Twitter, you can check out Minecraft Off the Record at Minecraft O-T-R. Joe is at The Widget. That's The Widget, W-I-G-I-T. I'm at D-E-N-Force, D-I-E-N-Force. Boon! Dan is at Boon underscore Teeny. That's B-O-O-N underscore T-I-N-I. Aaron is at Macardia. That's M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. And Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Network. I just want to say keep on building, everybody, and we'll definitely talk to you next week. Have a great one, y'all. We'll see you next time. Really, Dan? Again? Dan? See, it's a button on on the on the on the call. You click it, and you can talk. See y'all next week. Alpeter saying, everybody, see you on the server. <laughs>